Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry Epstein. podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire, hosted on the amazing ghostcultmag.com. That is my beautiful co-host, Curtis Dewar. Epstein. <laughs> Just stated, um, <laughs> we agree that Epstein was murdered, the bipartisan issue of the year. However, did, did, did you see here, see today that CBS is reporting there were shrieks coming from his uh, cell the day he was uh, suicided, quote unquote? Oh, great. Okay. Well, and also there was an off. There was the person that was supposed to be watching the cell wasn't even a fucking corrections officer. Okay. Regardless. <laughs> rega- regardless. Um, this is like too good. Too we're good. of we're of the belief that um, a Vulcan delegation actually came. Um, I'll, I'll have you know, I think it's Elmer Fudd fucking went in there for uh, either Trump or, or Hillary. I'm not sure which. Anyway, and, uh, point being, what we're talking about today, Chris. Conspiracy theories and Jeffrey Epstein. No, what we're talking about is we're going to talk about collaboration. So the Epstein thing is actually a very good thing to, for about collaboration because obviously there was a collaboration point. Sure. So, anyways, no, in all seriousness, we're going to talk about collaborations because me and Matt do a lot of collaborating with different individuals. Like, for example, but not with the Communist Party, just to clarify, because that's usually where when you say collaborator, it's like, oh, is that with the communists? Yeah, okay, so it's like they're. Uh, okay. Are, are you offended? Are you offended? Did I tr- did I trigger something there on that one, Matt? No, no, just, okay, that's just good. Answer. So, anyways, um, fuck that Epstein thing is fucking funny. Anyways, just. <laughs> Just to uh, clarify, we, we collaborate with a lot of people. We've got Scotty from Tank Crimes we collaborate with quite frequently. Uh, we, and I want to point out one thing just about Scotty. Neither me or Matt work with Scotty in any capacity whatsoever. At least I don't. The Matt doesn't, right? Not, not in an official capacity. Yeah. So we do not do actually work with Scotty. We, have, we collaborate with him, but we actually don't work with him. Uh, Greg Kennedy is another person that we collaborate with quite frequently. Uh, Angry Metal Guy is another person that we collaborate quite frequently with. Uh, Jesse May, uh, Monica Strutt is another one. There's more people than that. Those Raquel Figlow. Yeah, Raquel as well. So there's a ton of people that we collaborate very frequently with. And many of these people, uh, we do not actually, or, or probably never will, or sorry, let me rephrase that, may never ever work with in an official capacity with, just as, just as a point. Um, what is what is that? That was my computer being dumb. That was amazing. Uh, that's Jeffrey Epstein being murdered again as we speak. So, <laughs> anyways, um, so we want to talk about collaboration and how this is important and how you can use it with your band. Very very first thing I want to point out: one person who is becoming an expert on how to collaborate is a necrosexual. I think he's becoming an expert on that. On <clears throat> and joining forces with um, other individuals because for example he just started a blog where he is writing reviews about other bands and some of these other bands that he's writing about obviously the positive reviews that he does I don't think the negative reviews are going to turn into anything but hey they might will end up being people that he can hit up for shows or he can hit up uh, for help on a label or some such other things in the future and the reason why that door will be open is because he collaborated in the form of reviewing their album on a blog. Yeah, this is what I want to point out. Is like I have my blog, Two Guys Metal Reviews, and like it's not great. Like I have no illusions about it. But it also is set up in a way that now 
everyone kind of owes me a favor. Yeah. Even though, but here's the thing is Matt isn't intentionally going around going like, Hey man, I reviewed you at two guys, metal reviews. You, you owe me a favor, but, but, but it's kind of like, how do I want to put this? When you do something for somebody else as a favor, generally most people will reciprocate at some point down the road if you need something. But the key is giving without expectation. That's the key thing though. Yeah. But just saying that the more you do for other people and the more more you collaborate with other people, even if it's not, even if you don't get the return from that person, it will come back to you in some way. Uh, Because even if it's not the return from that person, there's like a lot of people over the years who've like been like, Oh, you do good work with your two guys metal reviews thing. I fucks with you. And then something happens out of that. Yeah. Here's a good, here's a good, here's a good example of this. So, uh, this was like from two years ago, not two years ago, probably, when did I first start? Four years ago. What am I fucking year are we in? 2019. So this would have been 2014, 2015. Uh, good example. So I had a band that owed me money. And they owed me money for a really long fucking time and they were having some problems and they couldn't pay it. Wiped the debt clean. And even though I was having like some financial problems of my own, I, I owed people money. And, um, you know, I, need, I needed to pay the bills, but they couldn't pay. So I wiped the debt clean. And I'm not joking you, the same week I ended up getting um, a debt that I owed completely wiped. I know this sounds like really, Matt's probably sitting going woo woo woo. No, no, I get it. I get it though. Because yeah. again, it's. Uh, it's the law of reciprocity, I think, is what Napoleon Hill called it. Yes. I think that's what he called it, but I could be mistaken. But anyway, so that, that's just an example. Now, another example too is like if you're in a band, like taking this back over to bands. So if you're in a band and you're doing a lot of favors for people and you're constantly giving out and you're trying to do things to help support other people um, and pushing them up, what's going to end up happening is that this is all going to return to you at some point as well. It may not happen right away, but the, the main moral of the story is if you are good to other people, other people tend to be good to you. If you tend to be a dick to other people, it's like the golden rule. And um, I know we're getting into the whole uh, mystical and magical magical section section of things by talking about these about this but if you actually look at it that's the way the world works the more you're cool to other people the more people are going to be cool to you the more of a dickhead you are the more you're going to have people be a dickhead back to you at some point so if so for collaborating and so when you're collaborating you want to make sure you are collaborating with people that you can help but can also assist you at the same time. That's like a key thing. Cause if you're just going and you're collaborating with people that are at the bottom, that are never going to do anything. Um, what's going to end up happening is that you're going to end up not really being able to receive in return because of the fact, like if it's a band that doesn't play any shows, but you're helping other people book gigs, you know what I mean? And the, but they'll, they'll have no way that they can actually help you in return. Does that make sense, Matt? Am I, was that a good, good analogy or? Yeah, but okay, j- j- just to clarify something I think that's important. What exactly is a collaboration? Well, a collaboration can be many different things. Like the way I look at it, like almost anything can be a collaboration when you're going to boost someone else up. That's the way I look at it. But I mean, there's also more in-depth things. Like when you and me collaborate all the time on podcasts, we collaborate on, um, you know, things like lives and that type of thing. I, I view it more as I tolerate you. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um... But like that, that, that's, that's the thing, right? Like there can be like bigger, like there can be like full scale collaborations and there can be what I call minor collaborations. Like 
good example is like with um, Matt, with the two guys metal reviews, I, I see that as being a collaboration because he's collaborating with like 30, 40 different PRs or whatever it is, giving them reviews, <clears> different <throat> bands. Also what he does with wave writers is a little bit of a collaboration, even though it's technically under ripple. I know. Um, you but, know all yeah, but it's a great, <clears throat> it's a great personal brand play. It is. So it's, it, I see all those things as being minor collaborations. Again, let, what, what the necrosexual is doing with his blog. I see that as a collaboration, but I mean, anything can be what you did with um uh i forget his name off the top of my head the guy that does video that we had on john his name is right yeah john John, there's another collaboration you helped him set up with keith at ghost cult and now Um, john and i are going to do an article or have an article coming out on metal injection there you go so that and sometimes that's the best way to kick off a relationship right is like exactly that's not technically tied to either of our work although it does help both of us you know, there's another um, pretty big booking agent I'm working on an article with right now uh, who and, and doing stuff like that and kind of being creative and willing to collaborate is also like a good way to kind of maintain relationships. You know, for instance, 100%. with his booking agent, um, you know, he works with a lot of um, a lot of like death metal mm-hmm. and I don't really have anything um, death metal, metal affiliated right now in my life. Which is fine. Um, I'd like to change that and I'm making steps to change that. But like somewhere down the road, I am going to have a death metal affiliated thing in my life because I love death metal and I'll always love death metal. And, you know, now I have this guy in my back pocket who I have a stronger relationship with because of this. Yep. 100%. You know? the same. The, sa- the same thing. He, uh, Matt's also got that with the other people that we've had on the podcast. Even someone like... Um, even like a journalist like uh, Nick Cameron, he's now got that tie in there. Like he just did an interview with Nick as a result of being a Star Trek nerd. Yeah. And like, it, you know, and it works out in, in weird ways too. Cause like, for instance, this weekend, I'm going to see Lindsay from Cradle of Filth. Mm-hmm. Previous podcast guest, dear friend, associate collaborator. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have any Cradle of Filth related machinations, but that's a good look for everyone. That's a good look for everyone involved. You know what I mean? That could turn, you know, hanging out can turn into something because it's like, oh, real fucks with real dog. Make sure Matt, that when you're there that you talk about Canada because don't forget she's Canadian. Don't make fun of Canadians. Well, then I can't really talk about Canada. You're a jerk. Anyways, so just for another, another good way to collaborate is like if you're if you're if you're trying to get a contact with someone offering to do something for that person that will actually assist them is usually one of the best ways of doing it so like if you have a podcast for example like we do um one way to get in touch with someone is for us at least is by saying hey man you want to be a guest on the podcast at some point person generally will say yes this is something i was explaining to someone yesterday um you can use having a music business you can use journalism as a way to open doors that wouldn't previously been opened 100 percent. You know, like if i if i hit up if i hit up jesse from uh season of mist and i tell her hey i'm like a, i'm like a social media kind of expert guy and like maybe i could help some of your bands she's gonna be like yeah whatever okay yep. but if i review her bands and build a relationship with her it's a hell of a lot easier to be like this is what I'm working on, Jesse. Is this something you'd be interested in? 100%. You know, so how, like, so as a band, she's my homie. 
so as a band, one way you could do like, here's a couple tips that I got that a lot of bands just aren't doing. One thing I would suggest if you really want to, if you want to cultivate relationships is I think bands should start emailing each other's lists for each other. And I've given that as a tip to so many people. I don't think anyone's yeah. done it. No, and that's a huge one that like when yeah. people start doing that, it's over. Well, yeah, 100%. Like if I was in a band, I would, I, I'm going to repeat this because I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. If I was in a band and I had a new single or I had a new album coming out, I would ask all of my band buddies that I know in different bands who have mailing lists, email lists, to send out an email for me, basically saying, hey, my buds in blah, blah band just released a new single. We'd like you to go listen to it or buy the album or whatever it is. Yes, because remember that fundamentally the people who succeed on email are the people who treat it like a variant of social media. 100%. And so, and even if nobody buys off those emails that you get sent, you've just, it's like free advertising. Like if that, even if that band only has like 50 to hundred people on their mailing list, that's an additional 50 to hundred people that are probably not on your list. And even if there is some overlap, who cares? You've got a new audience right there that potentially knows your name and might check you out later. So like, if you know, like six bands and they all got an email list, just be like, Hey bro, um, here's an email make it yourself obviously type it up yourself <clears throat> give it to them ask them to send it out and you know if they need an incentive of like you know i'll give you a commission of a buck buck if i and on any sales i get do that but the thing is is just try it because that would be an amazing collaboration like marketers do that all the time uh, me and matt just did that with our challenge we asked jesse and monica both to send out to their list i do that for people all the time you'll ask me who have something related um you know, that's, that's one form of collaboration. And if you do that for other people and they do that for you, that just can increase your fan base. And to be honest, I think that's even better exposure than possibly even getting on a blog, depending on the band. Like if you, if you have, if you're someone like, for example, Coil Guns, who has like, I think it was like a, it was like a huge list. I can't even remember what the amount was. I think Jonah had told me it was like four or 5,000 at one point. Like if like if you were in a band like that and you'd collected four or five thousand emails and you were helping other people by emailing to me emailing to your list about that other band, like I mean that would be a complete and total win. Um, yeah. yeah, like a win for the other band. Just oh, yeah, and I and I just want to say that because uh, one reason to focus on your list, and I've seen this happen, bands who have big lists get higher advances because we know we can market to them. Yeah, one hundred percent. Now, before we bounce, Curtis, yeah. uh, what do we have starting up uh, today? Well, we as have in, a couple as in when, the, when this airs. Up, but uh, I think you're referring to the video challenge. I am. So unlike Jeffrey Epstein, who <clears throat> did not have a camera pointed at him 24-7, apparently, for God knows what reason, you can have a, can, you have a cell phone and you can have a camera pointed at yourself, but it doesn't have to be 24 seven. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing 30 day challenge on video. Um, the reason why we feel that we're qualified to do this is because Matt is a uh, quote unquote social media superstar that went from 500 Instagram followers to 7,000 in approximately a year and a half, primarily using video, primarily using video. And, and just being uh, a babe. Well, yeah. Um, so he's being a babe. And uh, you notice how I'm not making fun of you for any of this stuff, and I'm just like trying to prop you up right here? No, I know. I know. You notice that you were making fun of me earlier, and all I'm doing is just saying nice things about you. Yeah, Curtis, huh? You notice that? You, you, know, you know what would make it a lot nicer? What? 
You didn't feel the need to point it out. You just got to point it out because you kept saying, saying stuff. But anyway, so Matt has gone from uh, like 500 people to 7,000 people in one year. He gets pretty damn good engagement. Um, he's no Lee McHenry. Ooh, I had to throw that one in there. But uh, <laughs> he's uh, pretty damn good. He's probably uh, just a couple, couple steps below her. Um, but in all fairness, um, he, he has been asked to keynote in Norway, fucking Norway. Uh, he's been asked to keynote elsewhere, which he is not allowed to announce yet. But it's coming. It's coming in the next couple hours and days, I think, actually. It is, and he's now being asked to consult with people on social media. Um, some in an official capacity, some in an unofficial capacity. So he knows what he's doing, and he is one of the main collaborators behind this challenge. So for $50, you can go step-by-step with us on how to create video. We are not going to go much into lighting or how to compose like you know the scene we're not going to go into a bunch of weird fucking technical details if you want that this is not the challenge for you we are going to be going over how to make a video as in content creation how to get the ideas and as part of it you have to have completed a video on each of the social media platforms by the time you are you are done yeah and all videos will be personally re-reviewed by the social media superstar himself matthew p bacon this has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet? Everything is terrible And the high